The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And here we are. Well, here some of us are. Yeah. <laughs> Inside the SWBC Podcast Studio on Draft Day 2022. Hey, it's one of your earliest pregame shows of the day. There have been others that have already started, I am sure. But we are here to preview tonight's draft, uh, and uh, it should be a very interesting day and a very interesting weekend. And uh, I can't wait to see what unfolds, Mickey Spagnola. Yeah, everybody keeps asking me, so you going to Vegas for the draft? It's like, no, we never <laughs> you don't need go. to go to Vegas. You got it happens, right here. happens right here mm-hmm. uh, at the Star. And by the way, even bigger happenings outside with the, the draft party going on. I, when I came in today, I walked by the plaza, uh, and uh, it's getting set up for the party. So mm-hmm. the draft party, I think, starts at 6 o'clock, something like that. So it looks like we've got good weather for it. And yeah, it was supposed to maybe party. rain this morning, but the rest of the day it's pretty clear. So, yeah, it would be a good day. And God built, as I wrote in my mix shots column for last night, thank God this draft is here. <laughs> it just seems like it's been going on forever, ever since they lost on, what was it, January right. 16th? That's right. Uh, we've been talking draft. You know that night started. By yep, the way, yep. And, and for a lot of a lot of people, it started before the season ended yeah. because they, they like to talk draft all see all year long. And um, I'll, I'll plug this right off the top at eleven o'clock on Saturday night on CBS eleven and other affiliates across the great Southwest and beyond. The Dallas Cowboys draft special will chronicle the lead-up to the draft. And, in fact, there's some great exclusive behind-the-scenes footage and uh, of uh, meetings here uh, at the Star, uh, coaches and scouts talking about players and stuff leading up to it, on the road with scouts, uh, Senior Bowl, Combine, Pro Days, and so forth. And uh, so that will be uh, – and, of course, a recap of the draft as well. But right. the hour-long show will oh, chronicle – Oh, an hour. Yeah, the hour-long Ooh. draft special. Uh, the annual Cowboys draft special uh, has some pretty good stuff behind the scenes of, uh, of just what all goes into this uh, months-long process. And, of course, it's a year-long process for all the scouts. Will they reveal what they were going to do before they did it? Well, we'll have to see. <laughs> we will have to see. And speaking of undrafted guys, uh, yeah. <laughs> Good work. he like showed up late for the draft. He shows up late for his show. The draft was never important to Everson Walls. Never. No. I hate it. He wasn't worried. He wasn't worried about I the first to round. Be late right? today of all days, I decided to be late. Those yeah. priority free agents. You know, there's going to be a bunch of priority free agents, uh, and we our priority free agent has just arrived. Hey, <laughs> and there probably be more than normal with the amount of people in That's the draft right. today. That's right. Yeah. You know, they tried to talk about this as being like a, a bum draft. Do you think that? Do you think it's no, uh, I, because the focus is on the first round? 
Uh, when right. people are talking about it being a bum draft, yeah. it's because you don't have the quarterbacks up in the, at, the, at the top of yeah. it. You know, or there's like, not somebody okay. you just there's not got a QB to have. There. There's not a QB. Right. Jadavian Clowney, who you just know is going to have a wonderful yeah, career. Right. Yeah. So you don't think there are any uh, Clownies or uh, T.J. Watts out there? I mean, I must or, or have. Or J.J. Watts. J.J. Watts. Yeah. Yeah. Or T.J. Or I mean, T.J. Thank TJ's you. Playing, yes. now, either way. <laughs> so there's none of those out there to where you say that guy. Well, we don't know guy. that yet. So we didn't know J.J. Watt was J.J. Watt That's until true. he That's was J.J. Watt. That's true. Yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody you just got to have. That's why we need to record this, and, right. uh, and it will be archived. And right. uh, we'll go back uh, five years from now. Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> There's nobody in this draft. We'll just go back to and then, 17 years from now when, when we had it, right, and, in and 2005. And Kayvon Thibodeau is a Pro Bowl, right. perennial Pro Bowl or Hall of Famer. Yeah, but, but, to him, he already thinks he is. Yes, right? that's right. And you know what? And I'm sure there's some guys that the teams look at right now where I just got to have that guy, right? We just don't know, mm-hmm. you know, because no one talks. And if they're talking, you know— as Jerry said, I don't mind chumming. It's not like right? it's not like last year's draft when Mickey Spagnola just got to have that guy. He just had to have that guy, right? And who was the right. guy you just had who to have last guy? year? Who the, was that guy? The linebacker, the Micah Lion Parsons. Back. Micah Parsons. From, from day one of the draft process, <laughs> Mickey Spagnola says, I got to have that gotta guy. Have and it was Micah Parsons. So, I think, I, that makes him like one out of 1,500 or something. That's right. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so who is it this year for you? Like, like for, for instance, for the Cowboys. All right, there's there's rumors because one of the ESPN guys had a mock draft that the Cowboys were trading up to 13 with Houston, and and that got it all started. Uh, now the next report came out that they're going to 14, and the next right, right they're right. going to 12. So if there is a guy, if there is a guy that you would trade a first and second round draft pick to move up for, who might that guy be? If he has to go, because the speculation. If he, if he has to go to the paperwork, then it, 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 he's got to go low down the uh-huh. list. That, that's what happens when you're picking 24th instead of 10th. <laughs> right, right. When, when uh, the Cowboys wait, were what is this body year? language we're looking at here? Uh-huh. Nothing, he, he doesn't like any nothing, of them. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Check. Nope. Check. Nope. I don't. If, what if, position? Okay. It wouldn't be, well, it you wouldn't know what position be. it won't be. We know what position it won't be. Guard. Guard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, what position would you trade? Oh, it would have to be a offensive tackle. Knowing the needs that this team has right now, an offensive tackle, a defensive end, mm-hmm. or a wide receiver. Okay. All right. So I'll throw out what I mean, this is not going to happen because now Charles Cross is talked about as being a top five pick. Yeah. But for some reason, Charles Cross falls to 13 and well, the Texans would take him. But uh, if they've already taken their tackle, let's say at three and Charles Cross is there at 13 or. Which one of those wide receivers, if they're at 13, would you be interested in? Uh, And which one of the edge rushers, if they fell, would you be interested in? Well, Thibodeau. Okay, Thibodeau, if he fell, would be one that you would would trade a first and a second to move up? It might take a first, second, and a fifth. See, that's just too much. That's too much. That's why I, I the first, mean, second, and a future. Yeah, uh, you would take Thibodeau next. Next, I mean, that would be 
somebody that I think you would definitely take based a look on at. talent. Yeah, based yeah. I was going to say, talent. what about his attitude? What about his? Well, that part I don't know. About. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I guess the wide receiver to go up that high would be Drake London. Drake London. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't be interested in Jamison Williams because he's coming off an ACL. So here's the deal on Jamison Williams. He's going to start the season on PUP. Mm-hmm. And I can't give up three draft choices and and my first-round pick, and he's going to come here and he's going to rehab all during training camp and probably miss at least – he may end up on pup and miss the first six weeks of the season. All right, let me ask you this: because there'll be another wide receiver. See, this isn't like the last wide receiver on the earth. Same thing with the offensive tackles. It's not the last offensive tackle on the earth. Well, let's say that Jamison Williams, coming off his ACL, slides because of his ACL, and he is down there approaching twenty-four. Okay, let's pay. Pick number twenty, and all it takes is a fifth to move, or what, whatever it might be. Let's say a fifth to move up to get him. Move up one spot, two spots, or or if you made it all the way to you, would you take a a wide receiver at twenty four who is coming off an ACL and is probably going to miss the first six weeks of the season? So then, my, two of my top three receivers aren't going to play. Right. The that's first right. Six weeks. So, so that's exactly. so you <laughs> right. That is, I don't know. That's one of those shake your heads as well. I mean, the body Not language me. has to be negative. If, if, James, if Jamison Williams was there at 24, I don't care. I, I, I'm taking that guy because I because it's you can find guys. Where would to, you put to, him? You can find you guys. Uh, you can find. I would put him on pup to start the year, and no, then I when mean, he's ready what, to go. What would you would you like him to be slot? Would you like him he to can, be? Wherever, he can do all three. Wherever he wants. And that's to what line I got to have. This guy. Look at his speed. Look. Look at. Look oh, at the screen. Oh, I know about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This guy. Oh, I, I've has, seen him run away from everybody. Right. Yeah. That's it's jaw dropping the speed that this guy's got. It seems like he toys with them when they mm-hmm. chase him. That's yeah. right. And that's why a talent like that. This is one I saw. Yeah, he's toying with them. Yeah. A talent like that or on uh, end arounds, goodness. I mean, it's, it's like. <laughs> he can't stop, he can't <laughs> stop can't running. Stop. It was too fast. You know, you know what he reminds fast. me of? He reminds me of Bob Hayes. Oh, no. No, man. Don't say that. He Don't does. Say that, dude. The way he well, runs away all, from people. First of all, Bob, Bob had to work on his receiving. And then he became the amazing Hall of Famer that he, he turned out to be. Yeah. Now the, the this guy's polished. Now the thing that's interesting about him is that he was fourth on the depth chart at Ohio State, behind uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is still at Ohio State, and then, got, so he transferred to Alabama to be able to play. I, I just still take offense. Watching Bob Hayes run is a religious experience. That's right. Okay, so let's let's calm this just down. The, a little just bit. the way just the way he runs away from people. <laughs> All right, that's the wow. What yeah. a talent that yeah. guy is. Well, it is, and you have to judge it. And my understanding is that they did a recheck on him. Yep. And all the teams uh, weren't on the virtual recheck, yeah. but the Cowboys were. Mm-hmm. So if you want to add to your speculation, speculation yeah. there. Well, you called the C.D. Lamb uh, draft, uh, didn't you? Well, I, it was a I mean, no-brainer were, pick. Yeah, I, yeah. I know See, that you much. always say no-brainer. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you like them. <laughs> but who, <laughs> yeah, but who, like thought, them. who thought he was going to fall to 17? Right. right? I, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to fall. Right, yeah, right. And they didn't either because so they was, were ready to take a defensive end. Caleb on Yeah, that's yeah. right. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, you have to understand it, he's going to start the season on pup. Right. I it's, mean, because he had his surgery. I mean, it's like Michael Gallup. I mean, Gallup had his surgery in February, and right. he, he got hurt in the national championship game. Right. right? So, so he's a month ahead of Gallup. Right. Mm-hmm. But still. Well, the Cincinnati. And well, he said he's the even semifinal. further ahead. He said his, his, his rehab is even further uh, ahead of progress. Yeah, but further ahead is fine, but so you, still for guys. You're nine, anticipating it would be a surprise if he were that ready to yeah, start the season. Yeah, because they're all to be top. It's nine to twelve months. What's this guy's dimension? What, what is his? What is his numbers? I mean, is he is he tall? Well, I just happen to have a big green NFL draft scouting <laughs> I got, I got, notebook here that has all the details. Because here's the thing: we've got a lot of lean, diminutive wide receivers. You know, you're going to say he's lean and diminutive when I tell you his I dimensions. Bet, I bet you six will. one and a half, mm-hmm. one seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah, I could jack somebody up like that. And he, <laughs> he doesn't all, look like he, he looks bigger than that, doesn't he? He wants. Doesn't he look bigger? But than he that? can't get off that jam. Doesn't he if look he bigger can, than that? He looks smaller. Oh, he does. He actually looks smaller. Okay. He really didn't does. That's why I asked you, he didn't look six. Maybe he one. looks bigger to me because he wears the hip pads up high. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes legs. his legs look skinnier. That's what uh-huh. it does. That's it makes right. it look slighter. That's right. His problem. The, the number you have to worry about is probable. Uh, 40 speed is 4.3 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's as a defender, that's what you worry Pro- about. That's probable. He couldn't run it. And so yeah. it was actually with the way that guys were running four threes at this combine, his probable is 4.2 something. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he's young. He's, he's going to be fine. So he'll, you know, and, and, and my understanding is the, the, the surgery was clean. So he, he there wasn't any complications mm-hmm. in there. But again, you know, you won't get his best until 2020. So let me ask you about another one, okay? I'm, Charles Cross isn't going to fall. All right. Trevor Pinning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, mm-hmm. who is projected to go mid first round. That was my dude. Okay. Can he and, play and guard he, too? I think definitely. He <laughs> that, was can, my, that was my guy. Remember? I think definitely. He cursed me out about him. Right? He's got a nasty demeanor, <laughs> and definitely he can play guard that his was first my guy. year. Right. Yeah. You would be on board with that. I could first I, and a second move up to thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, you mean first? You mean another first? No, no, you're switching first. first. Yeah, yeah, switching and first. just so giving you're, up a you're second, a, just like you did with Mo Claiborne. No, you're not going to move that far for a second. You can go if you look at the value chart. Okay, you can, the, the the highest the Cowboys could go if you look at the value chart is to about fourteen with a first. Switching their, places. Their first, 24, 56, their second, and a fifth-round pick. Yeah, I'm worried about the fifth. I know. That's why, I'm not, that's why I don't even include the fifth. I'll, yeah, you why are you waving fifth. your hand this way when you start talking about lower drafts <laughs> and going to draft the free? Don't, don't dismiss me like that. I mean, I know, I know embody, I embody undraftedness, but come on. Let's go. Continue, so, if, continue. Oh, sorry, right. so say, say, you, say you get penning. Right, right, and then when do, when do you deal with your problem at wide receiver? Now you got eighty eight. Now you got third round. Now you got to take your fourth and third and move up about ten spots is all you to can get, move up with a fourth. Compare, yeah, combined with your third to get David Bell from Purdue. Okay, here's what I need. So you're, 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 what are you are you saying that with with this wide receiver crew, if we don't draft anyone, how do you feel about? Not very good. Not very good at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You don't think they have any capabilities of being competent as they were last year? Oh, I think think that 
And we're talking about just holding on for six for six weeks. Right. Yeah. And you got C.D. Lamb, James Washington, Noah Brown, Semi. I mean, that, that's not chicken liver, man. Right. You know, these guys are pretty. That's decent. if none of them get hurt. If none of them get hurt. And assuming that C.D. Lamb could be my number one guy. Yes, of course. Which we haven't seen yet. And he's a, ready for that. I I think oh, so. He's ready for that. But yeah. again, it's unknown. Right. And, and but there are veteran wide receivers out there too. And there's still some guys at, out there. So, that yeah. market value. Oh, they, okay, so then after today, there's right, veteran. After today, then we'll know more. We'll know more about uh, Landry, right? We might bring your boy back. You know, since the <laughs> vaccine mandate is lifted and <laughs> no mask mandate, will we bring him back? Um, the name not to be mentioned. I mean, we've oh, got Cole we've Beasley. Got, Cole oh, Beasley. No, I said not to be mentioned. Oh, I'm Bill. sorry. Yeah, I <laughs> I was trying to think who you, who you talking about. Oh yeah. So here, I'm here, sorry I spoke out loud. Did, did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did oh, say that out that. loud. I didn't mean that. Here's, here's my premise. Here's what's got to happen. They've got to have a first round pick that's a walk in starter, right? It seems that that's what you want. And I don't, I don't, you know, okay, whatever position because there's needs at about four of them, and then the second pick has got a challenge for a starting job. And the third pick has to get in the rotation at some position. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be a starter, but he's got to be a contributor. They need those three things. However they work it out, you give up your second, chances are the next pick is, is he a walk-in competitor for a, st- a starting spot in the third round? I don't know. Or could he be a top three Wide receiver on your team. Let me tell you what you'd be ready Is for. Is he better than Noah Brown? Let's put Here's it that Here's what you way. better be ready for. You better be ready for a slow start. Oh, yeah. You better be ready <laughs> to for the a slow season. start to the season. Yes. You're going to hope, hope for improvement by some players that might be able to step up and do more than they've ever done before. Existing players. We don't have to right. go get anybody. Some, someone's going to have to – Brown's going to have to step up. The wide receiver Brown's going to have to step up. They've got to be better than what they've shown. And that is a possibility. You know, everyone doesn't have to be believe in the narrative that's written on them. You know, some guys might actually step out and do better than what we say they are. Because they are, there are, have been some that have been teetering on, you know, being better, doing better. So if, like, a guy like Dorrance Armstrong gets more opportunities, does he get more than five sacks yes. in a season? Yes. And, and they're kind of banking on that, right? Uh, can Dante Fowler return to what he did three years ago right. and, and play in a position he's more comfortable in? Um, it happens on every team every year. And the is safety they... position. Donovan Wilson, does he stay healthy? Uh, is Malik Hooker uh, further removed from his Achilles tear that he plays better? Because uh, I thought he was just okay. Um, and then... Uh, at linebacker. So if, you'd like to see him draft a safety? Uh, at some point. Hmm. Yeah, no, no sooner than the third round. Okay. Third round Nick Cross. Yeah, Maryland. you said that. I got that written on my thing right <laughs> he here. He said it a lot. And that would, that, would be, that would be fine. But that's a position of need. You know, and, and, you know, I mentioned last year Hooker on a one-year deal. Well, technically, it's, I got corrected on Twitter. It's a mm-hmm. two-year deal. Mm-hmm. But it's only one year of guarantees. So they can get out of it if they don't 
if he doesn't produce for like 800000 in dead money. Uh, so it's no big deal. But it's really a one-year deal. Donovan Wilson's in his last year, right? And right. he's a free agent. Uh, and even though you sign J. Ron Curse, it's he's, a two-year deal. And curse, the way they play Curse, it's more – It's more of a linebacker mm-hmm. kind of slot Nickel linebacker, yeah. yeah. So, so when you look at it – You name me a position, I'll give you a reason to draft it. Yeah, you quarterback. Can, you can give a reason. Seventh round, okay. they don't have one. Though. You could give a reason. <laughs> you could give a reason to draft, but you also look forward to what you have here. Right. Those players that to you signed up. in the past to step up. That's all I'm saying. If I'm one of those players and I'm a fringe player, this offseason, after what happened last year, somebody's got to be thinking. Well, maybe I should play beyond what I'm getting paid. You know, maybe I should play beyond my reputation. Maybe I should work harder. You know, maybe I could I can see where I can be better. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that thought like that when I played. There's a million guys out see, there. That there and like there's a log jam of those guys at defensive tackle, right? Can can Osa Odigizua take the next step? Yes. Is Tristan Hill? This is it, right? You either he's a trade candidate. Do or get off the pot, right? you know, because he's going into his last year. Right. I mean, he's a guy that you move guys if 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 you don't. If somebody takes them, yeah, right. I mean, if you can get something for, I'm not saying in his case, but that typically is the time that you would move a guy if you've drafted a younger guy that, uh, and it's going to create a logjam there, right? And and so and and so you know, cornerback. They don't know. We don't know what's going on with, with Calvin Joseph, <laughs> right? You know, can you count on it? Because, again, you know, Anthony Brown in his last year. Um, so, um, he, I, I don't know. For that matter, for that matter, Diggs has two years left. I mean, he's going to be a right. humongous contract here very soon. So, can Nashawn Wright step up and say, oh, okay, I and can see, be your fourth about. corner? Those are the guys that I'm talking about. Yeah. And that, jo- that's one of the guys. The tackle, Josh Ball, fourth round draft pick last year. Right. We that when when we on the outside are making these declarations mm-hmm. that they need a tackle, they need mm-hmm. this, they need that. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the coaches, how the coaches feel about the progress of the guys that they drafted last year because we haven't had an opportunity. Someone has to progress. Yeah. That's right. the word so, right there. Right. Oh, do we remain stagnant? I, I, okay, I'm only going to be this guy the rest of my career. And there's another guy that's, <laughs> that's down to his last shot, too, Connor McGovern. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was told he put on 15, 20 pounds in, in, in – and it was more strength than, yeah. than just yeah. eating, right? I hope so. <laughs> and so, but it, it's his last year. I right. mean, you're a third round pick. You either do it or we've seen guys step gone. up on many teams, right? Especially we've on the offensive line. You can see offensive linemen who are third or fourth year can in the Josh league. Ball, they... Can Josh Ball be my swing tackle? Right. You know, they were high on him when they got him. In the, Dalton in the Schultz round. was not really that good of a tight end two years ago, and he improved. And now mm-hmm. look at him. Right. You see, so. You've got players who've got pride, uh, and they understand what their value is, even though we don't see it. See, and that's what I pointed out Friday in my column. Cedric Wilson was one of those. Yeah, they're they're entering this unknown territory because what we talked about you would like, Mm -hmm. but you don't know for sure, right? Right. Uh, And and, and even, you know, at linebacker, the assumption is, well, Jabril Cox. Well, Jabril Cox is probably not going to be – in the beginning of training camp, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get him for the start of the preseason, maybe. But he's going to be rehabbing with Michael Gallup. 
And when they go out here, when they start on-field work, mm-hmm. those two guys will be probably the only two guys because of injury mm-hmm. not taking part. We don't know. Jabril Cox had nine defensive snaps last year. Right, and he played one year at LSU, and he played three or four years at North Dakota State right, before right. that. Right, So can you count on it? We don't know. They don't know. They can project and say, well, yeah, well, he looked like he could do this, mm-hmm. this, and this. But, okay, now let's see it, and he's going to get a late start. So, so you want let's uh, not, Devin Lloyd or N'Kobe Dean? Uh, probably more Lloyd than Dean. Okay. I looked at his, his history, uh, Dean. He's had a lot of little injuries in. So he'll slide to the second round. Maybe. But then if you're giving up your second to go get Petty, then he ain't going to be there in the third, right? We're, we're saying we don't want to do that. And, and as right. we look at it, I mean, let's look at the division we're in. Hopefully we can afford a slow start, you know, because the It's NFC, a long season. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can afford a slow start just because of the division. Or maybe they'll just turn into a running team. That would be nice. Right. That would be great. Zeke, I, I remember, Zeke's healthy. I remember DeMarco Murray. How many times did he run him that year? But. 300 plus times mm. to, to gain 1,800 yards. <laughs> right. 2014. Yeah. All right. We yeah. almost filled a whole half hour there. We could the have kept summer. going with yeah. the whole show. Uh, and we will keep going here. And uh, how much pressure's on this coaching staff to get this draft right? And Jerry, we know Jerry Jones listens to the coaching staff. Don't answer that question now. This is a tease, Mickey, when we come back on Mix Shots in just a moment. Tongue. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys Way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now. 
214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. A chuckle from Everson there. No, I just uh, I think zero was thought that zero got kind of caught up in there somewhere. I was going to go O, and then I said uh, I'm going zero. Go. Yeah, you extended that. All right, um, how much pressure is on this uh, coaching staff heading into draft day 2022, and does that affect you know Jerry is is always been one that uh, he listens to. Um, the coaches and scouts, and but the coaches have a, a lot of say in uh, what the final decision is, or at least they, they he listens to them and takes uh, them uh, their advice uh, to heart as he makes the decision. I would imagine they've already had their say, right? And um, and they've gone through this, and I would imagine they have a game plan. So it's not like oh, okay. Joe Philbin, get in here. We're thinking about taking an offense. Which one do you? They know. I think some of that goes on. If they're if they're choosing between an offensive lineman and a wide receiver, where but they've gone over that. They've gone over it, but they just they'll just re right. re go over it. You yeah. know, I mean, just I mean, to make when sure. When we say Jerry, I mean you know, is Jerry still that guy that's you know overriding no draft picks and things of that nature? No, no, yeah, no. So. I, I think uh, to his credit, I think I think he gets a bad rap for that. Because I, I think through the years, and especially maybe more so recent years, I don't know. I mean, he really uh, takes to heart, you know, what the what the scouts and the coaches say, and uh, and tries to make the prudent decision on it. Yeah, and I think he, you know, he talked about it on Tuesday because he said, you know, everybody writes this and that, and the misconception is, is, you know, when we make a decision, it'll be ten people have. A say on it, and well, there's and a that reason that on. everyone thinks that, right? And that didn't come out of nowhere. Well, you know what? You know, <laughs> I mean, we can go back to the '90s and 2000s, right, exactly. And then and that's the persona that he put out there. So all of a sudden, to say, well, you and know, I think it's it, it, a misnomer. I, well, you started that misnomer. Well, and I think it has to do with the personality of the co- of the head coach, right? Too, and and the like. For instance, Parcells said he was he had he wanted to be a part of the whole thing, right? Wade Phillips did not. Not so, you know, it's like whatever they give me, that's fine. You know, Jason Garrett, he he had a hand in it. He was big time. And it was in his it's in his blood, you know, mm-hmm. his dad being a scout. And, and Jimmy and obviously. And, and Jimmy, I'll be going right? back to Jimmy. Um so and <laughs> Barry <laughs> never mind. Barry was just, he, he was fine. He was uh-huh. fine. He's a great evaluator of talent. <laughs> right. Say that much. And and, and Wade was so kind was of Jimmy. the uh, oh sure, so was, yeah. and Wade yeah, was kind of the same way. But I, right. I thought, I, I thought uh, Jerry, you know, he kind of talked about it. And the, one of the things he pointed out, and I thought it was a, a good quote. He he said that um, if you give others credit, you can conquer the world. And he said mm-hmm. he had this little quote on his desk, uh, and 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 he sort of does. It's not like okay, we. Got to do, you know, the, the the story about Manziel got exaggerated, right? Jerry had the card in his hand. Well, no, the card's in New York. It ain't in his hand, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, so that whole thing, um, and and, and but part so, of part of the job of the guy who's making the decision well, is paying the it, check. Yeah, is to present all scenarios yes, too. Yes, right, absolutely. and that's why at the last minute, or the, while you're on the clock, you might have the position coaches there, you know, right, just to, and they do. 
too. They'll call yeah. the guy in before right. they make or the leading up to your pick. It's like okay, you, you can see here's it. where we're going. What yeah. do you think? And, and give me some more information on him. Will they, they do a very good job of listening to Will McClay? Um, and, and so, um, yeah, I, I I just think that that just have we heard much from Will? Uh, he's done a couple of interviews, not many. We don't uh, usually hear in, much from Will. Yeah, In-house, no, and no. He, he would rather it that way. All right. Uh, yeah, but he I've has, called him a couple of times, yeah. He's, but, <laughs> he has a, but he has a big say. I mean, he has a big of say. Of course he does. Right? Yes, yes. And so, and, and, and even, you know, and Jerry reminded everybody that, you know, Stephen's been doing this for 33 years. I was going to say, Stephen so is the one that might have learned really, something right. along the way. You know, all, all that you stuff can tell about Stephen's there's smart. no football guys, right? Stephen's print is on yeah a lot of these a lot decisions, a lot of the made. decisions mm-hmm. on the cap too. Right. He just doesn't get any blame, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he likes it like that. Yeah, yeah. He, What's, he's putting dad on the hot seat. I can fine. do my business over he, here. <laughs> he's fine with not getting credit because right. when you don't get credit, you don't, yeah, get, you don't blame, get the blame. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is the overriding most important thing that needs to happen with the twenty fourth pick in the first round? It's so like I said, it needs to be a walk-in starter. Okay. Day one. And so it doesn't matter what position. It no. just needs to be a walk-in starter. Yes. I agree with that. Because, like, you can – there's so many mock drafts saying Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green, offensive guard. Right. And – but if there is a player that you've got ranked higher, substantially higher – than either one of those guys who can come in and be a walk-in starter for you. Get them. Get them. Because there are guards that you can get in the second, third, fourth round who can who can also actually come in and be a walk-in starter for you. But you don't want to draft them in the first round. Why, why, I take them in the second. Because I can get a guard in the second. That's so discriminatory. That's so discriminatory. I don't understand okay. that. You got a guy that can come in at guard that can be an, uh, uh, an immediate starter. If he, and, and, and if he's in the first round, you're like, ah, never mind. I gave you. But the, if he's in the second round, yeah, I'll take it. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you the two. I'll give you the two reasons why. Okay. Number one, you always follow the money, right? Guards are probably eighth in line for how much they get paid around the league. And secondly, in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, in the first round, they've taken two guards. Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. John Nyland and Zach Martin mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. Those turned out pretty, and pretty good. Pretty and sure. they all turned out pretty good. So you're, you're, what, what does that mean? My point is they <laughs> that haven't not put a good a, point you're making. Imagine <laughs> if they would have taken more guards. Right, <laughs> right? That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> they, they've won five Super Bowls just kind of finding a guard, right? Go ask Nate Newton, right? <laughs> See? I mean, come on. You found one. He was a USFL It's just cast not off. a whole bunch of them out there. It's not a bunch of Nate Newtons out there. Right. Okay? So you can't just act like you can just find but, them but, anywhere. But they when just, you're looking at offensive linemen. They're not linemen, low-hanging fruit. But when you're looking for offensive linemen, what's your priority? Tackle. What's the next priority? Center. Okay? The rest of you guys are guards. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought guards were respected. Well, if now, I was putting you, a team If you start talking about the money situation, so now you're getting down off into the DB status. So if you're looking at the defensive back, they don't pay much for DBs. All the cornerbacks do. The cornerbacks do. So if you got safety out there, who's a stud? 
You don't want to draft him in the first round because he better be a real stud. Who's out there like that? Um, so the what? safety from Notre Dame. This, oh, Kyle Hamilton. They, Can he come in and start? Nick Cross is a real stud. Come in and start, right? Come in and start. <laughs> yes. Come in. But Cross, Cross is like second, third. He's a he's he's projected as a second round, second, second okay. to third round, and pick. can still come in and start. In my opinion, he could challenge for it. In my opinion, and I think the second guy's got a challenge for a, a starting job. So if so, you wouldn't take him first round. Probably not, unless it's the. I See, when you, when you start talking about trends, I know. trends can kiss my butt. I know, you I know, because I know. trends don't get you a damn. But thing. the guy's got to be really special to do that, right? True. And if you follow the money at safety, unfortunately, it's not that high. The other thing they need is a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> no, fifth round, fifth round. That's as high as we go. So, so kickers. So one of those four fifth round picks. You got a great kicker picks. in the third round. I mean, you know, you know this guy's a stud. You know, somebody asked me that had the Cowboys ever uh, drafted a kicker, and it's like, well, Nick Folk, Beeler, uh, and then I started going through all the drafts. They've drafted over the years like nine kickers. Some of these guys you never heard of. The right? Cowboys. They never became anything. The Cowboys. But yeah, wow. they they've drafted kickers. Um, back in the day, like in the in the '60s, the, oh, okay, the '70s, okay. seven a couple of years, they drafted them one after another a couple of years. Well, you know, Gil probably thought they were great athletes and they could come in and do something. Ma- <laughs> Max <laughs> Zend- Max Zendejas, do you remember him? <laughs> yes, of course, yeah. I remember Zendejas. Sure. I believe that was '86. Yes. That was the, the the bounty on the uh, that was the bounty on Zendejas, right? Well, was it that Zendejas or was that no, a different Zendejas? It was. It was. Um, Louis? Luis. Luis Zendejas. Yeah. I think they were. That was my teammate. They were the kicking Zendejas's, like the flying Luis. Yeah, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Like the Grammaticus. Max Zendejas was a fourth round pick. Yes. In yes. 1986. <laughs> yes. Holy cow. Was he the highest? Well, in 86, though, there was still. He was the 100th pick in the draft. There was 12 picks, right? They had they've gone twelve rounds. Twelve, 12 rounds. rounds. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't come out the way you wanted. Fourth fourth round, hundredth pick in the draft yeah. was Max Dejas kicker. Wow. No wonder we fell in hard times there in the late eighties. Yeah. Well, there was no talent in the draft, obviously. <laughs> you know, no talent in the draft. Uh, so I'm just wondering. That eighty six draft was Mike Sherrard in the first round, Daryl Clack in the second. Mark Big, Whalen in the third, Max Zendejas in the fourth. Thornton Chandler is That's in the my sixth boy. round. He just called me. He just yeah. called me this morning. Yes, he did. All right. Garth Jacks in the 11th round. Garth he turned, is crazy. He's turned into a great country <laughs> western singer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Garth Jacks, Nate. He, he made – he made his. Uh, Garth that's Jacks. a bad joke. That is a bad <laughs> that's joke. That's awful. That's why I was going to go right by, it. right by. <laughs> I didn't even want to get him credit for a bad <laughs> joke, right? Uh, he should have been a good linebacker. He made his <laughs> name on, on the replacement team. Garth, Garth Jack. Yes, he did. Yeah. I think he ended up going to the uh, Cardinals for, uh, later on this. Career. By the way, speaking of Garth Brooks. Uh, do you remember in the 80s, his concert at Texas Stadium mm-hmm. when he went flying through the... I believe it was the, the 90s. Or, okay. It was in the 90s? Oh, it was in the it 90s. Early the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. You remember that? Yes. Okay. I, I, uh, Were you there? 
I was there, yes. I thought Sitting he was up high give in us, the rafters. I thought he was going to give us some great story. I was hoping he was covering yeah. it. He's having a concert. This is a tie-in to AT&T Stadium. Or maybe it's Globe Life Field. I'm not sure. AT&T Stadium. AT&T yeah. Stadium. I, I, bet, I bet he won't be flying around at this July age. July 30th. July 30th concert. <laughs> okay. come down from we the interviewed him. Uh, some of the people at CBS 11 interviewed him Uh at uh, leading up to that a, a week or so ago, uh, previewing this concert and ticket sales and so forth. And so um, we're, I, I mentioned to Doug Dunbar, our anchor, I said that I went to a concert, Garth Brooks, he was flying through the air at Texas <laughs> Stadium, whatever. And then Doug Dunbar says, well, uh, Karen Borda and I, we did a live broadcast from Texas Stadium when uh, they blew up the place. <laughs> I said, yeah, I was there for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I said, what was the tie-in? <laughs> I don't know. It was Texas Stadium was the tie-in. I've been at Texas Stadium when they won an <laughs> NFC title so game. Then, so then I re-upped him. Well, you know, as a kid, I used to ride my bike down to Texas Stadium when it was under construction. So there, I win. So anyway, oh my God. all right, TV this is what people. happens on draft day morning mm-hmm. when you're delirious yes. from filling up a big green notebook. All right, we continue with more mix Shots in a moment. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back, back, to mixed shots. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with SLR lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local SLR exports and find the perfect SLR lens for you. See more, do more, SLR. Mm-hmm. Hey, and let me give you one little mix shot thanks to the Cowboys PR department. Okay. Since 2010, Dallas has selected 16 players that have gone on to make at least one Pro Bowl. The most 
in the NFL over that span. Really? Second, Kansas City and Minnesota with 15. How about that? That's nice. Since when? 2010. 2010. So that would have been Dez, right? And Sean Lee. And Sean Lee. Um, Also, the Cowboys pick spanning the previous 19 drafts since 2002 have been selected to 84 Pro Bowls, 28 different players. And that is 12 more than any other team over that span. Kansas City second at 72. You know, as we get more into, you know, present times, I uh, I wouldn't that, – that might be based on popularity more mm. than – But not, not the pro – not the, the all-pro thing. All-pro thing, true. Pro right? Bowl, yes. Most all-pro draft picks since 2010. Dallas, 9. San Francisco, 7. Kansas City, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Rams, and Ravens, 6. And the other thing that happens on the Pro Bowl more recently is the opt-outs of the Pro Bowl, and so there are more mm-hmm. people making the Pro Bowl uh, right. than in years But that, by, that applies which, for all the other teams, too. That's though, right. right. That's it's true. true. That, that, that's true. But that's, that's true. But Something to beat, though, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that doesn't count, like, finding Tony Romo, although I don't know if he ever got to – he probably went to a Pro Bowl, did yes. he? Yes. Yeah. Well, he was always in un, in line behind. Was he drafted? He was at least four. No, he was not, he was drafted. not drafted. Yeah, a four Pro Bowls for four. Tony. Okay. Yep. Um, Everson, you want to do what you want to do? Yes, here? yes. I got this uh, from Yahoo. They have remembering news and radio executive Jerry Lopes. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Sheridan family, S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N, a mm-hmm. uh, black family that started their own radio network, a Sheridan Broadcasting know, Network, I, yeah. SBN. I, I, that's amazing to me because they gave me my first shot. You know, I had a— At they doing had, this stuff? No, not this crap. I'm talking about <laughs> real job. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they actually uh, they they uh, had the Sheridan Broadcasting All American Bowl game, okay. which gave you know black college players like myself who didn't get drafted, we weren't even highly thought of, so we were able to have our own All Star game, All American game uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. That's uh, why I knew. 1980. It. it was freezing out there in January or something, and I recall there were 1,500 people in the stands. 1,500. 1,500 people in Jackson Jackson Memorial Stadium, uh, Mississippi uh, Memorial Stadium. Uh And so uh, went from there. They had all kinds of all-American teams. Uh, They had guys like Doug Williams and and James Shaq Harris who were toting the, you know, the torch for, uh, to, to make sure that people understood how important they were for HBCU players. So this man has died at the age of 72 of natural causes, but he was extremely instrumental in my development as a person as well. Uh, we had one event uh, where the, remember the Potomac, uh, the, the, the planes crashed into the Potomac that time? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it held up, of course, it was tragedy, of course, but it also held up traffic to where, uh, airline traffic to where the MC for the event couldn't make it. So here I am, just after the uh, the San Francisco game, you know, the, cow, the, the the catch game, and I had to go there and 
fill in as an MC. No wow. way. Because the other guys couldn't make it because the crash caused They couldn't the get the plane there. And I met a guy there named Armstrong Williams. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a right-wing black guy who uh, is still to this day is, is extremely popular on the right side. Uh, and I just, it was just a very, it was a great development for me because I had to be the MC. And Armstrong Williams, I had never done that crap before. You're guys. 24 years 21, old. 21, 21 <laughs> years old. 21 years old. Like, like being MC for this event. Like, I don't even know these people. They just invited me. And so Armstrong Williams wrote out uh, just some notes for me a script, uh, a little script, because uh, he could see me sitting there sweating bullets. So he helped me out. Jerry Lopes also helped me out. And I did a great job. I came up, and the first thing they said was, hey, tell a joke. So I went up there, and I told a joke, and it, it, it went well. And from then on, I was, you know, flying on through. So it was just a good a good development for me as a person. Uh, of course, they helped me out in my career, uh, in my college career, and they helped out many other uh, HBCU players to get that uh, Sheraton Broadcast and All-American game. Now it has uh, morphed into the HBCU or Black College Hall of Fame game and, or Hall of Fame uh, awards as well. So what we have is uh, them starting something with the American Urban Radio mm-hmm. Network. Uh, once they started that, we kind of morphed into what we have now to where we're still noticing and, uh, uh, you know, uh, players that you know, from HBCUs uh, that don't necessarily get the coverage that the PWIs get. So, no, I just had to mention that uh, Jerry Lowe's is a good guy. At 72 years old, died of mm-hmm. natural causes. Great guy. Fought for a lot of black journalists out there going all the way up to the White House. Uh, he just did a great job. He did a great job, and he influenced so many people. So just sad to see him go and just had to remember all the things that Sheridan family did for us, and also Jerry Lopes. He did a great job. He did a great job for a lot of people. All right. The American Urban Radio Networks. A-U-R-N. It's uh, the nation's only African-American-owned and controlled radio network for Mm -hmm. many years. That's right. Sheridan Sheridan Broadcasting. So thanks to Bill Jones, and we talked about it last Friday, he mentioned a guy, and I went back and looked at his highlight films. And I'm all in on Christian Watson. There you go. <laughs> Christian Watson. Remember we talked about him? He was 6'4 and ran right. a 4, what was it, a 4 three, six right, yeah. right, combine. Right. Someone listened to me. Well, how could you not listen to that? I, I, went I was back, already there. I went back and looked at that, and it left my jaw dropping how he was running by people. <laughs> not... Not pe- that people that had an angle on him. He was running by people that were side by side, and he just split them and went right down the middle, past them all, and they were losing ground as he was getting closer to the goal line. Okay, so where do you want to draft him? I'd like to use my second round on him, but you know what? I just saw a mock draft that had him in the first. That's right. So would you take him at 24? Yes, I, I would absolutely too. would. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been my guy all along. (laughs) Oh, man. Finally. Finally. And I don't care that he was playing FCS or whatever it is. That's right. Right, FCS. 
uh, North Dakota State. I yeah, go North back. State. I go back to 2008. I mean, this guy reminds me of Jordy Nelson. Yeah, you okay. said that. You said I that. Remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I go back to 2008, and the Cowboys had two first-round draft picks. Had a great need for a cornerback uh-huh. and a running back. Took Mike Jenkins. Took Felix Jones. Jordy Nelson went early second round to the Green Bay Packers. And what happened that year? Okay, the Cowboys in 2008 they get to midseason and they were they needed a wide receiver so badly that they traded at midseason for Roy Williams, giving up the 2009 first round draft pick. And how awful was the 2009 draft as it turned out for the Cowboys? Drafted 11 guys and only one of them I think turned out to anything be anything. John Phillips a tight end, whatever right. in the fifth round or whatever. All right, but the point being, okay. In April, we didn't think we really needed a wide receiver. And then six months later, lo and behold, we needed a wide receiver so badly that we gave up a first-round pick the next year to do it. You know, And obviously, the team needs a wide receiver right now. Uh, but it's a great illustration, I think. And by the way, in 2009, had the Cowboys had that first-round draft pick, you know who they could have drafted for Boyd Phillips' defense? Not, Clay Matthews. Yeah, I was going to say not James <laughs> Williams, huh? Yeah, Clay Matthews. Who, with Wade Phillips' history in Houston, he would have been. He would have. That would have been one pick. He would have been pounding the table for. <laughs> and of course, who got Clay Matthews? It was the Packers. Packers were playing in the Super Bowl. What the next year? So. And this guy can return kicks too. By the way, even though he's six right, four. and so could Jordy Nelson. Yeah. So and Clay Matthews. That's my guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you, now listen. So you're listen, on board. That's a good deal because once again, I love these little fast guys. Uh, but we have to get we six we need, four. We need more physical wide receiver, and that's what it's getting to. You've got the Tyreek Hills, of course, and we've still got you know some of the smaller receivers. But when you start talking about a big receiver that can make an impact, right? Getting off the line of scrimmage, he will. He won't always be open, but he will always have a chance to catch the. Ball. That's right. Drake yes. London too, yes. the USC guy. Yes. Because yeah. if you throw it up, oh, yeah, I saw that too. Yes, yeah. yeah. if you throw it up, he might be he open. He might be open. Right, that's my point. The other, um, the other thing I notice is taking place right now is everybody's picking up their, uh, well, not everybody, not I think maybe ten so far, are picking up their fifth year option on the first round picks from 2019, and I was going. Ooh, what did the cow? Oh, they didn't have a draft choice in 2019 because mm-hmm. they gave it up for Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't get five years out of that first round pick. Mm-hmm. They got three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, a, at a high cost, right? And and so you your deal with first round picks, you want to get five years, mm-hmm. uh, and and they didn't get it. Uh, because they had to, they gave up the pick in what was minute mid season 2018, right? Um, Still was a good sign for us. Though. No, no, it was, yeah. but you would, you would like that five years, around. right? That yeah, no, it around. did. It saved yeah, the season. But if you would have drafted Juju Smith Schuster uh, that year, then in 2017, you, sure? you might, you Are might, you sure? You might not have had. Are to... you sure? Yeah, you <laughs> might not. Yeah, you might not. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I'm just going to throw out Christian Watson. Well, the, well, the good thing about this draft is it's obvious the team has needs across the board. And right. so there are no disguised needs on this team right mm-hmm. now. You know, We don't have that luxury at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's because uh, there hadn't, it's, been, it's been different 
this offseason as far as the free agent signings, the, the lack of free agent signings the Cowboys have made. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that doesn't mean, as Stephen Jones has been quick to point out in every uh, press briefing he's had, that free agency isn't over. And so it's the way it's played out in free agency, I'll just take the offensive line. There are 10 offensive guards and 10 offensive tackles who haven't found jobs, who are veteran free agents out there right now, yeah. who started – I'm not – they started yeah, They're not last the second-teamers, Spags. I know. I, I see where your head is Do you want me to already? give you some names? Because <laughs> I did write five of them down. Okay. And I don't know if they were listed in this list in order. Uh, Eric Flowers. Trey Former Hop- first-round draft pick, right. Eric Flowers. And he, he flamed out. Mm-hmm. Trey Hopkins. Trey As Turner. Uh, Laurent Dervinay-Tardif and Quentin Spain, who started for the Cincinnati Bengals, and they didn't want him back. You know, just, they because, made the Super just Bowl. because you say it in that kind of cheeky manner, the way you started, say it. Started. I wouldn't know if they're ever good or not. Ever started for the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. You know how bad the Bengals they're, yeah, they're are. Well, their they're offensive horrible. line was. They made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Somehow... <laughs> By some <laughs> damn miracle with that offensive line. If you had those that offensive line and you went to the Super Bowl, you'd be fine, right? That's you should be. And they and they're restructuring the whole deal. That's right. right? That's right. They're probably so, taking are they are they listed to take an offensive lineman? All right. I bet they are. I'll, I'll throw some up. I bet they'll take a guard too. How oh, they have that? to. Could Quentin Spain was that? their starter. Now, they will take a guard in the first round. But there are, you're right, There, you can bring in a veteran guy and you probably can get him for one year and whatever. I got Darrell Williams yourself. is one. Started for Buffalo last year, 17 starts out of mm-hmm. Lake Dallas. Mm-hmm. There's one for you right there that you didn't mention. I guess he That's must because have been. he was looking at pessimism. He wasn't looking at optimism. <laughs> no, he probably was That's down was farther going. on the list when see, I called it up. Then you see. got J.C. Treader, who has a history with this uh, coaching staff, who's I heard, a I read, cap casualty in Cleveland. And yeah, he's got an injury issue. I yes, think. he does. Started 16 he, games last year. He didn't. He didn't practice hardly all season because of his injuries. How about you want Zach Martin's brother? Center <laughs> guard. He's Nick, available. Nick Martin. Is he really? Yep. No, is he really yeah. Zach's brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he was. Hey, he played it. He was a second round draft pick of the Texans in 2016. <laughs> oh, did mm-hmm. not know that. Yep. Started a... started 62 games there. See, and that goes to my premise on the guard. The guard the guard's got to be able to play tackle and the if you draft a center, he has to play guard. You got to do both. So, I, I need some and 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 actually Mike pointed it out about Position flex is very important. He was talking about defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Like, can you play the three technique or the one technique at defensive tackle? You want guys to do both. And he's always talked about position flex. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important on the offensive line. Okay, uh, final minute here. Uh, our pick to click. <laughs> our, our, uh, Christian literally. Watson. Pennington. Uh, <laughs> Pennington. Right, so, yeah. All right, so at 24, let's say the Cowboys stay at 24. Right. Who are you hoping the Cowboys pick at 24? Who is your pick to click? I'm taking Christian Watson. I'm taking That's Christian. my guy. You oh. can't take my guy, Christian Watson. i got to come Watson. up with somebody else. It wasn't until the last few minutes you decided he was a first-round Not pick. the last few minutes. It was the <laughs> next day when I looked him up and watched. Um, can't take my guy. 
Who's your guy? Well, Christian Watson. Okay, who's your you guy? You don't know who's available. Um, I'll, I'll take I'll take Olave. <laughs> Who is he? Wide, Wide receiver, Ohio, Ohio State. State. He'll be oh, gone. Nice, nice. And he can. It looked like he can play all three positions. And if he's gone, well, you didn't ask me that. Yeah, man. Come on. Wait a minute. What are we doing? Let here? me look at my list. Just, you, he's just not going to say a guard. There's no, <laughs> no way. He will not no, say no, that. no, no, no. Uh, I if if it's a guard, it's it's got to be Zion. John. I like I like Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green, I've read things about, about his, knee. his knee. Yeah, and it's somewhat good. We'll get him in the second round. In the, well, maybe, but you, you, you. I think the concern is you're not going to get five years. You might not get five years out of him. How many years you get out of Ron Leary? Blind Leary wasn't drafted. Right, and, but, but he was your starting guard. But he ended up. But in in, in the end, his knee did give out. Not here. Not he here. He was fine though. here on wait, the wait, greatest offense. Right, in the end, his knee gave out. The Almost time. everyone's <laughs> knee gives out in the end. Hey, Come remember, on. Leary was projected as a first rounder at yes, the time he was. as well, and he fell right out, out of the draft. draft. And he yep. fell right the into the starting lineup <laughs> yep. for the greatest right. yep. the greatest offensive line ever That's assembled true. in 2016. We don't know. care if his knee gives out in Denver, but he wasn't a first round pick. That, I. You can't but as it turns chance. out, you can't but as it turns chance. out, if you went back and redrafted and looked at their careers, you was Ronald Leary. That's a good pick at twenty four mm-hmm. in the first round. Yeah, we, we only need four or five years out of if it. We you don't were gonna, need fourteen. If you were going to take that chance, yeah, right, yeah. And so, yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the small school guys, man. Pennington's my guy, dude. He's my guy. Zion Johnson, I wouldn't because I think he Penning, could, he'll be gone. Thanks. You got to trade up for him. Yeah. Zion Johnson, he can play center or guard, and maybe tackle. Who knows? Okay. So that would be if if they were at that spot, the wide receivers were were wiped out, uh, defensive ends of any note were wiped out. I'm on the record. I'll tr- I'll trust Kenyon Green. Okay. If I'm going guard, but okay. Christian Watson otherwise. All right, that does it. Well, we're done already. Uh, we're well, done. we're not done. The day is just beginning. It has. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy the coverage here on DallasCowboys.com, and we will talk at you. In, oh, wow. Bill, this will be way in our rearview mirror the next time we <laughs> talk. Time we're, we're, we're still going to dredge, that's dredge that's it up. That's, that's right. right. We're dredge that's, it up. Uh, <laughs> next Thursday at 1130 on Mix Shots. We'll find Go out if we Cowboys. knew anything, right? Yeah, well, we know we <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!